in a world where okay i literally screwed up without even trying that's not even how it starts that's not even how it starts that's not even how it starts (laughs) wow you don't you don't admit that you screw up do you You just you carry on and you fix it mr nesbitt would be so disappointed in you all right I had this freaking movie trailer thing in my head. I had movie trailer thing in my head. You should give him the speech t-shirt back. Yeah. Okay. The year was 2021. America was slowly creeping out of a global pandemic. One podcast was formed to save the world. (laughs) So hop in your vehicle. Drive down that back road. Gather with friends around that bonfire. And join us for episode four of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Hut hut. If only you wouldn't have screwed it up. Man, that was pretty good. It was decent. <laughs> I liked it. Better than that yes, creepy sir. you gave us last time. Yeah, you should have done it in that creepy palm voice. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't have the stats back the yet, year. but... but <laughs> 20, 21. No. Mm-mm. See? Virus. Pandemic. <laughs> is Vaccinations. This like, is this categories? What is this? <laughs> oh shit! Copyright. Oh no. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Moderna. Okay. Okay. I'm no, sorry. We're just, we're just... <laughs> sorry I brought it up. I'm sorry. Oh, happy Easter, everyone! What a great day it was. <laughs> Church. Good food, good family. Twins won. Um, That's what's up. Quick question. Cubs won. Don't forget the Cubs. Yeah. Cubs sure. won too. Who cares? Quick question. Uh, <laughs> you, you feel like introducing us maybe? Or I don't know. Hey. Hey. <laughs> the guy who asked that question is. It's amazing that he just forgets it every time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm very I self-absorbed. I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is Brett Hahn who asked that question. The man in the blue shirt that no one can see. No one can see. And it's a poll. As uh, but it's nice. As Ned and Spider-Man would say, everyone needs a guy in the chair. Okay. That and the other man in the I white shirt. I wish I had a funnier line for myself. Stefan a- the Short Hamer. Oh road my warriors. gosh, he's got the, awesome. the Road Warriors shirt on. Yes. <laughs> the oh, back man. Road Warriors. Yeah. I like it. I like hey. I like Hey-o. that. I like that. Shirt hot, idea hot, hot, number hot, hot, hot. 37. How is everyone's how's everyone doing? I just talked like Mike the situation. How's everyone's doing? <laughs> everyone's. Well, we're not good. getting back into that. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good. How are you? Oh, fantastic. The calves are the calves are coming hot and heavy on the farm. It's a good time. Good time of year. New life. Got pooped on today by a cow, actually. That was not fun. But it happens. Comes with the territory. Yep. I was so I moved the calves from one building to another when they're about 24 hours old. And the moms are very protective, but they're nice to me. They don't attack me or anything like that. But when I'm pushing their calf along, they cows are constantly like spinning in circles and sniffing at their calf and bellering and <laughs> one turned around and like as she turned around just let the fecal matter fly and some it went all over her calf some it went all over me just it gave was you awesome that, gave you that signature shit slingshot well bang. yeah it was it was pretty neat how you doing steve oh i'm here 
Well, that <laughs> could works. be worse. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man of many words. I I I want to interrupt just real quickly. Yes, sir. Uh, I I like to take accountability, especially when I screw up. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna let everybody know we already recorded this. Well, not quite. We thought we did. We thought we did. Uh, you know, Adam's excited about having a guy in the chair. Sometimes it helps if the guy in the chair clicks the record button. So this is our second try. So, you know, uh, the first one was gold. And if you don't like this one, just blame me, Brett, the guy who can't click the record button. But anyway, we're going to we're going to yep. run it back and it's going to be fantastic. And I yes, will sir. never make that mistake again. Certifiable gold. If it ever happens again, just kick me off the podcast. Will do. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure Adam just gave you like the scouts honor. I did see that. Yes. We blows for life. The I wish I could do the spot. Oh, you can both do it. It's not hard. Can't do it. Hey, I this can do is this all, one nope. too. This is the only way I can do it. I try to do the Spock finger, and my hand looks like that was that one dinosaur with the spiky head. <laughs> well, Brett can do all kinds of needs. A though. triceratops. Yeah, I can't even do that one. This is, by the way, great, great radio. Everybody loves this. <laughs> if you don't, if you can't figure out what we're doing, we're making the <laughs> live long and prosper sign, made famous by Spock from Star Trek. <laughs> And well, I'm, no, no, we're not. Me and Brett are. You're making. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is. The number two. Are you calling for a for a bunt? Is that what that is? I can't quite tell. Oh, these dang fingers. Uh, Brett. Yeah. What's up? Did you know that a, I believe it was regular Nintendo Mario game, regular unopened. Nintendo whatever it's called i didn't uh, play games back then my first my first the, system was a ps the original nes nes there or also known as the nintendo entertainment system is that there we go what you speak Un, yep unopened mario game super super mario i don't know no well yeah it super mario bros the, the original game yes sold mm-hmm. for 660 thousand dollars yeah frustrating. that's a lot of money I, for a video am i supposed to act surprised <laughs> come on <laughs> uh okay. yeah i did uh i did see that um just a psa for the audience uh, usually when stories like this happen everybody freaks out and they run to their you know wherever their attic oh my gosh i've got all this money now you don't these people are taking them out, getting them graded, kind of like you would like a comic book, and sealing them up so that you can never use them again, which hurts my soul. And then they're selling them, and it's just this market of craziness right now, and it's a bubble, and it's going to burst. And there's going to be people who lose a ton of money because of it, chasing, chasing the gold mine. It's already oh. happened with old Atari games. People thought they were worth a ton and then realized, oh, just because it's a Spider-Man Atari game doesn't mean that there wasn't hundreds of thousands of copies that are still in existence. So, what about the E.T. Atari games that were buried in the desert? I, yeah. heard, that, I heard those are good. Well, <laughs> horrible game and not worth <laughs> any money. But yes, they did actually uh, uncover the burial site. Uh, it's probably been maybe 10 years by now anyway it doesn't matter but yes just don't don't run around thinking you've got a ton of money but if you do have old games i'm always buying so you know reach out 
to your friendly neighborhood yep. editor. Would love to I have a question. Uh, sure. Yeah. I know for certain that I have an open copy. Ooh. Likely scratched. Ooh. Possibly also cracked. Edge of my seat. Version of Jet Moto for PlayStation. <laughs> can I retire? Uh, I mean, you can retire ever, ever, ever playing that again. Uh, pretty fun game, but no, yeah. I, I that one you're saying won't sell for six hundred thousand. I think in pristine condition, uh, even unopened, I could maybe give you twenty three cents GameStop style. Mm. Dang it! Wow, that's more, than, that's more than GameStop's going to give you. True. Uh, sorry to break it to you. You don't get to retire right. off your Jet Moto earnings. Dang it! All right, Dad. I'll see you at the farm tomorrow. By the way, uh, <laughs> the dream crusher. Of, I saw one of the greatest things of all time the other day. Oh, yeah. I sent you guys a Snapchat. I'm pretty sure I'm in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> yes. The wind is howling as it does here in good old Elta. Solid 45 straight mile per hour winds out of the south, probably. And I look over and there is a shopping cart unassisted just <laughs> blowing across the Walmart parking lot. And in the Snapchat, I only got like the last 10 feet of it before it blew into the corral. cart container, the cart corral. cart corral. But that thing, before yeah. I pulled my phone out, yep, before I pulled my phone out, I was like so excited about it. And I was like cheering on the cart that I didn't pull my <laughs> phone out fast enough. But it went like a legit 100 feet across the Walmart parking lot, straight into <laughs> the corral and into the cart, like actually, actually into it how it's supposed to go yeah into the cart that was in the stall and i was so excited it was one of the <laughs> coolest things i've ever seen <laughs> and i just needed to share that with people it reminded me of my uh pedersen feats of amazingness that have been uh, happening for oh, roughly a decade of my life <laughs> the uh for those of you that don't know which is everyone besides me i'll share <laughs> with you what pedersen they're not they're not are. real not real people. It might be a fun world to live in when the the only reality is your own. Nothing else really. <laughs> I need to invest in a GoPro. I, that uh, I'm not going to disagree with. <laughs> so if I'm at home and like haven't looked at the clock for a couple hours, I'll randomly <laughs> like say the time. Boom. I'll guess the time on the dot. As All he's these staring. random, crazy, cool little Where's things that had happened at home but no one ever witnesses them so no one ever believes me but i can do that true. too they've happened steve Brett, can you... it's, not, it's 907 oh, i got it right whoa there's not a clock anywhere nope. in eyesight wow nope. folks Woo! he did it great magician i don't appreciate the slander you want to know why uh it never happens when people are around because they would see you staring directly at the clock and be like <laughs> okay congratulations no false <laughs> <laughs> another one like one that i can think of at the top of my head uh wait wait, so wait, wait, a... wait 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 so let me get this straight there's more there <laughs> you've got more feats of amazingness than being able to read a clock well oh fill yeah. me in so once i was standing at the top of the steps flip-flop on did the behind the back kick down to the bottom of the steps with a flip-flop yelled kobe the only intention was just to kick it down to the bottom of the steps but it sure. ever so slightly drifts over to the light switch at the bottom of the steps grazes it flicks the light off 
with my sandal kick. Pedersen okay. feet of amazing. Can we stop? Can we stop? <laughs> if you would have seen it, you would have said, wow, that was amazing. But you just admitted you. It but it was a purpose. pure accident. <laughs> but that's the thing. Pedersen feats of amazingness. Some are accident like that, which are incredible. Some are on purpose, like guessing the time. Did it start with you being born? <laughs> of course. Steve Seems like that was an accident. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Steve. Uh, we need an okay, Steve counter. That's what I'm going to get going. That was rude. Anyway. I think anyway, we need to get that on what, the uh that Walmart cart reminded me of my Pedersen feats of amazingness. And uh, as they continue to happen, if, I'll share if, more if, of them with If you. anyone really wants to know, we only saw the last like four seconds of it happening on the yeah. second chat. Yeah, it it looked like somebody just putting their cart away, but yeah. It I I will admit it did look cool. I wish I could have seen the you know the 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 harrowing part of it. But just to circle back to, uh, you know, the fact that everything you do has a title to it. When you eat supper, is it like Pedersen's Amazing Supper Time? Like what is there? Like, do you, is, is Fire, it fireworks a... and everything. <laughs> Pedersen's Amazing Moment of Nourishment. <laughs> I hate how much I liked how that sounded. Ew, man. It, it's everything in his life narrated by Morgan Freeman, too. <laughs> That's when that boy knew that Ashley he went up. to the farm <laughs> to check on his cattle. It was a beautiful morning, and he drove his truck to the farm as Pedersen's amazing drive. I'm just gonna stop you because poor, poor Morgan Freeman does not deserve to have his voice, his quote-unquote voice, sound that. Yeah, bad. I'm, I'm not. On. I'm not sure who was narrating that one. <laughs> but good old Andy Dufresne. <laughs> that was better. Uh, I'll give you yeah, that one. <laughs> I, you have moments of it, but then you you, com- you don't. It, the way you commit is wrong. It's just wrong. Who's this one? But good old Andy Dufresne. Don't 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 <laughs> pull more people down. Good old. Uh, wow, why Christopher Walken? Good You're old, welcome. That is a disgrace to christopher walken that yeah i don't understand what you were just doing it sounded like garbage all right that's like a brooklyn christopher walken it could be yeah yeah i just yeah thank you 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 made me go back to it that's your fault (laughs) what's the deal with all the voices well (laughs) sorry Uh... Anyway, what's his name? Um, I'm forgetting all the names. Uh, oh my gosh, what is his name? Gilbert Godfrey. There it is. Keep it down, Gilbert. We're recording. God. <laughs> I kept wanting to call him Ernest. For some <laughs> well, there is a guy in Ernest that kind of does voices like that. Anyway, I've derailed us enough times. Yeah. All right. We are going to move on to every. Uh, Adam started this. <laughs> Well, that's another feat of amazingness that uh, he got me to blame myself. So there you go. Patterson's feats of amazing. Stop it! <laughs> no. All right, we wow. are going to move on to a segment we do that we Patterson's feats of amazingness that we like to call by the extravagant name of weird news. <laughs> uh, definitely so, a weird intro, definitely. 
this week we are talking about a man named dustin allen bushnell age 30 of burbank washington Mm. he stole a 400 pound playground slide (laughs) in order to attach it to his child's bunk bed police (laughs) what a guy he really cares about his son well his child i guess it doesn't say son or daughter Police stated that the slide mysteriously disappeared from the playground back in December and was discovered in a mobile home months later during an investigation into a series of catalytic converter thefts. (laughs) So the guy steals more than slides. uh, Allegedly. Allegedly. True, true. Allegedly. He's an entrepreneur. (laughs) I feel like we just glossed over two huge aspects of this story. A, December, he stole a 400-pound slide in December. First of all, cold because he's in Washington. Very that cold, possibly rainy too. Committed, probably snowy. But then uh, he took it to his mobile home. Uh, I got to imagine a 400-pound slide is pretty big. Yeah. He gets it into the mobile home. This guy, yeah, I mean, you'd probably have to remove the roof of your mobile home, <laughs> train it in. Beep, beep. NASA should call this guy for sure. I, uh, I guarantee you that I could find some work for this guy on the farm. He's a handyman. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> the detective Julie Lee, who was in charge of the case, said that uh, she came face to face with the 400 pound playground slide inside a kid's bedroom in a mobile home in Burbank on February 26th. And she's not sure how he managed to steal it or get it into the house and attach it to the bunk bed. Um, It says that he was not booked for the thefts of the catalytic converters because they booked him for stealing the slide instead. (laughs) What a what a way to go down though. Like <laughs> you're suspected of stealing catalytic converters for that precious, precious metal inside. Yep. And then they catch you on the most obvious thing that's ever been seen in their lives. How <laughs> so it's saying that remodeled and repainted this thing? Like yep. talk about just a go-getter. Apparently he thought if uh he repainted it, then that maybe that would throw them up the set because <laughs> what slide? Apparently more than one home and <laughs> one mobile home in Washington has a giant playground slide attached to a bunk bed in the bedroom. So uh, if I paint this, then they'll know that it's not the one that was stolen. <laughs> he seems like the type of guy that Budweiser would make a song after. <laughs> True Real American hero. American hero. <laughs> Here at Budweiser, yeah. we salute you. Dustin Bushnell, <laughs> real man of genius, <laughs> copyright yep. strike. Mr. 400 pound slide stealer. <laughs> Your stepson's uh, gonna love you forever. See, it's catchy. Oh, yeah, it, is. it is. I'm with you there, Steve. How do you think we could put, I mean, there's many options of how we could put an Iowa nice <laughs> on this spin, an Iowa nice spin on this story because. I mean, I'm thinking instantly we we go to the station, you know, us beautiful Midwesterners and <laughs> all right. Can I talk to the officer who was in charge of this case? This guy was he's just really working hard. This kid probably 
didn't get a lot for Christmas. He just really wanted to be a good dad for once. Can't we uh, maybe instead of arrest him, just let him out this time and then we'll start a page to all raise some money and help them buy a playground they can put in the yard and have a slide on it. And that's that's the Iowa nice way right there. Or you could just say, he stole a slide. It's better than selling math. <laughs> I think. Also true. Uh, such a, such a, a beautifully optimistic Midwest point of view. Uh, I would like to piggyback off both of those, uh, complimenting him for not being a meth fiend and also just saying, hey, he's a good father. Maybe uh, let's all chip in. I think uh, this way the cops don't feel left out of the good feels, uh, you know, let's let's make him serve a little community service, but in a fun way. His okay. mobile home between the hours of 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. is now a public park because he stole the slide. I like so, it. You know, come on over to the house. Come on over to Bushnell's uh, wacky mobile home slide. <laughs> Get yourself a T-shirt. Oh, Walla you... Walla County's Neverland Ranch. <laughs> Be sure to pick up your dog shit off the carpet, please. <laughs> you know what they should do, though? They should get one of them uh, Sinclair dinosaurs to put there, too. Really just spice it up a bit. That'd be fun. I like where your head's up. Boom. That's that's how you Iowa nice that thing, boys. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. Hey, Brett, uh, go ahead and edit this. This awkward laugh silence thing. Go ahead and do that. Nah, keep it in. People, it adds some mystery. Of no clip. Uh, no clip. It adds some mystery. <laughs> Finger right. puppets. Did you see that book? Oh, yeah, I saw it. Um, all right. We're going <laughs> to you really transition out of really hey, you know what dustin bushnell i declare you 2021 dad of the year congratulations <laughs> the next segment food news <laughs> i love food mm. i could talk for hours and days about food okay. and i could describe it in a way that will make you want to eat <laughs> lots of food okay. because i am passionate about food how about that <laughs> i uh could you say it again, but this time with 300% more food references, please? If you could just say food 12 more times, that'd be great. Thank you. In the morning, you eat food. In the middle <laughs> of the day, you eat food. I'm, food mm, is good mm, because food is food. <laughs> Regret. All right. So uh, I had some amazing food this week. I had steaks that were marinated for like 15 hours amazing tender mm -hmm. beautiful medium rare that perfect little pink in the middle with the brown lines on either side of it just perfectly cooked oh to go with these beautiful steaks uh twice baked potatoes mm. incredible for those of you that don't know what they are it's a baked potato essentially that's almost a cut in half and then there's sour cream and cheese and like some sort of stuffing added on it. I, I don't know what it is. They're amazing. Uh, find yourself one and eat one. Uh, stuffed mushrooms with that cream cheese seafood stuffing and those mushrooms. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. So delicious. I had that for two meals, actually, this week. And then I went to a bowl sale on Saturday to buy kind another of bowl. Brew. Was it like a salad bowl or? A... No, a uh, a 
helping the cattle herd reproduce kind of bull. Oh, <laughs> he's trying bad. to figure out how to spell it currently. <laughs> Is that why there was that kind of long pause? Uh, yeah, because yeah. he was confused. <laughs> B-U-H. That, that bull. kind of bull. <laughs> bull. <laughs> and at this, I mean, it does not get much more blue-blooded American, red-blooded American, whatever you want to call it. Great. However the saying goes in this, sloppy joes. Baked beans, chips, side of apple pie, a side outdoors in the sun. Pie? Oh god, uh, a slice of apple pie, not just, an entire I, apple pie. I didn't know if you <laughs> meant it because it's like not your dessert; it's just a side that you had mid meal or something. I was very confused. I'm sorry. Instead I, of fries, he got apple pie. Yes. <laughs> oh, the McDonald's one. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, just. Two just classic all-American foods that, I mean, it's tough to beat a good Sloppy Joe with pickles on it. <laughs> two? Yeah, I had two. <laughs> Don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> so what about you guys? You guys have any exciting things you saw, you want to try, foods you ate, stuff yeah, that share with the listeners? What was that, Steve? I said ham sucks. Wow! Cry about well, it, Ped. Is there, is there a re? I had, we had we had ham and I hate it. Oh, did it like hurt you in your sleep or like is? No, it's just deep? not good. Okay. What a dumb thing to say. <laughs> Overrated. Uh, Man, good ham is just delicious. I, uh, me personally, I think ham has to be hot for me to enjoy it. Hot ham and cheese, scalloped potatoes and ham. Uh, grilled cheese mm. with a little ham on it, which is just a hot ham and cheese. Yes, I realize it, but hey, uh, you can call it two different things and eat it twice in the same <laughs> week. Boom. Uh, I, I take that back. Ham ham mixed with stuff is okay, but just straight slabs of ham. No thanks. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, how could I forget uh, Hawaiian pizza? Yeah, there you go. Boom. Yep. Yeah. And mushrooms are terrible as Agreed. well as fungus. Agreed. Yep. Outnumbered as always. As always. What about you, Brett? You got some good food news? Uh, you Not know, news, just food stuff in general. Uh, you know, um, had uh, had some pretty good food over the weekend. Nothing crazy, nothing, nothing real exotic or exciting for the uh, the audience. But I did watch another episode of Triple D Nation. And uh, looks like that Minnesota trip we're going to take is uh, it's going to be a little bit longer because there was another Minneapolis restaurant and another uh, St. Paul restaurant. Um, shocker. Uh, one of them is Italian and the other uh, is uh, bar and grill or greasy spoon kind of feel. I mean, they have really f- good looking food. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Uh First one in Minneapolis was called Broder's Restaurant or Broder's uh, Italiana, something, uh, Cucina Italiana. Uh, And they actually have, (laughs) they were so successful that they opened up two other restaurants and all three of these restaurants are on like the same corner, uh, like right on top of each other. They're all slightly different. One's called the the Broder's Pasta Bar, and then the third one is called uh, Terzo, which I, from what I could see, seemed like it was more sandwich oriented, and they had some crazy good looking stuff there. 
but yeah, a, a lot of Italian dishes talking about their red sauce and how they put it on everything just looked amazing. Fantastic. Uh, the one in St. Paul was called Duluth grill. There it is. Duluth. <laughs> Duluth grill. That company makes amazing underwear. Was it definitely not who is serving your food, but sure. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, this was the one that, I hate to call it like a, a bar and grill or a greasy spoon because I'm giving you the wrong idea. I'm not describing it well enough, but uh, it has that kind of diner feel, but uh, and a lot of good home style type of meals, uh, but they, they are like apparently super like local. They grow, they have a bunch of herbs and stuff just growing right there at the restaurant outside and stuff. Uh, so a lot of fresh ingredients there, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not like they only serve you vegetables or anything looked amazing. And another place that was pretty successful, uh, or sorry, incredibly successful, uh, so much so that they also opened, I believe two more restaurants, uh, in Duluth, uh, unlike the other one, they're a little more varied. One of them was like a smoke shop. I forget about the third one. And then also because of how, uh, successful all three of the locations where uh, it's actually brought in a lot of other business into the area so like apparently Duluth yep. owes a lot uh, of gratitude to the people behind Duluth Grill and the other restaurants as well so flavor town baby for sure so that trip's a little bit longer now which I mean I don't think anybody's gonna argue with oh and on the third restaurant which wasn't anywhere in Minnesota sadly uh, they had a gentleman and he had, uh, something called, uh, bacala and oh. it's, it kind of seems like, it. Sounds uh, amazing. it like when you see it, it kind of just looks like mashed potatoes. Uh, but it, it's, uh, it's a bunch of things mashed up together. Um, and I don't know if it's, I, I wouldn't say pureed or anything, but pretty much comes out like a mashed potato consistency, but it seems like it's always done with some sort of smoked fish. You get your vegetables in there. Uh, I don't know. It just, it sounded and looked really, really good. So I'm curious to try a bacala sometime whenever I can. What's this saying? Like a tomato base, potatoes, onions. Uh, yeah, just sounds amazing. Sounds like it's pre-sagified. <laughs> so an absolute number one winner for Mr. Pedersen. Mm, Sucky. Ew. No. Uh, we, are, we do not need to call back that. No. Mm -mm. That all sounds absolutely amazing. That corner where it's like three of them are all in the same area. Yeah. I have already, I've thought of a nickname for that corner. We're going to call it 400 pound corner. <laughs> well, I figured we would just eat at one pass out from eating too much and then whenever we wake up we stroll over to the next one and go and go for round mm. two and then yes, sir. You know, round three so on and so forth yes sir fall asleep on my back with my tummy up in the air and some kid come by and jump on it like a trampoline they might think you're a Sinclair you got, dinosaur well you got kids around you who are sleeping <laughs> well if i'm passing out on a sidewalk some are bound to walk oh, by I missed, I missed that part <laughs> <laughs> he somehow place, made it outside yeah a place that I have always wanted to go to because of Triple D and visit is uh, Alaska and just eat my way through Alaska at all the places he's been. All those Alaskan places he's been look so incredible. Yeah. Especially Chef Benny. 
uh is the asian chef i can't remember what the name of his restaurant was oh my gosh the food looks so incredible mm. chef's kiss all right <laughs> well another amazing uh segment about food uh, you might not think it was amazing whatever is what it is some are going to be better than others uh but one thing is for certain if you need an opinion about food or an idea call your uh your big friend ped never trust a skinny chef there's your tip for the day uh one thing wow. you'll never run out of on this podcast is self-doubt immediately after doing something probably not the best but hey screw you great way to keep listeners great way honesty is the best policy yeah yeah mm -hmm. all right i want to talk about a man here who is an all-timer one of the great actors one of the great comedians of our time a staple of the 90s when we were growing up on the television set mr tim allen uh his show last man standing has i believe it's like three episodes left maybe four episodes left uh he's been tweeting a lot of pictures they've actually already wrapped up all of the um shooting and filming and everything and he was tweeting a bunch of stuff throughout the process of their last time at this location last time at that location and made me sad because it's an absolutely incredible show i thought as a way uh to talk about tim allen and kind of honor the awesome tv dad he was we would give you a list of our three favorite tv dads and uh you can see what you uh think and if you agree or not when you're listening to us go through this first cool. of all do you guys have anything to add about tim allen anything you want to say about the man he's an icon for sure that home improvement just what a show to grow up on for sure yep um but i will say a little less known than home improvement obviously you mentioned it briefly uh stand-up comedy is what he was doing before home improvement and you know some of his bits ended up uh of course edited but in his shows but uh he's great stand-up comedian and uh He's got a pretty squeaky clean kind of uh, persona about him because both of the TV shows are pretty family oriented. Uh, his yep. standup isn't always that. And uh, it's pretty refreshing to hear him kind of in a different light. And it's some funny stuff. Uh, seek it out if you haven't. Definitely check out some of his standup. Great stuff there. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty man's good. Man's Kitchen. My <laughs> oh, favorite episode. Those are ever, my maybe. favorite. Yep. The Man's Kitchen, the Man's Bathroom with the reclining toilet. And then was Al oh. like floating around when it went into the wash cycle in the background? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Love that episode. <laughs> we, all, we all know Jill Taylor made that show, anyways. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> Hard agree to disagree. Adam hates women in TV. <laughs> Specifically. Well, that is completely false, but her I'm not a fan of. I don't know. Not a fan. I don't know. You have a lot to say about her and Gemma Taylor. Or I, mm. Gemma, Gemma Teller. Teller. Wow. I love, I love Gemma Teller for the first wow. six seasons of Sun. She was right or die. The, the last one, I hated her. Gemma Teller, Jill Taylor. It's an easy mistake to make, Steve. Although it is ironic that I legitimately made it twice. <laughs> huh. uh, gross. I mean, greatest TV character of all time is Janice Soprano. So clearly I love women. 
that's yeah that that's uh okay clearly yeah. i'm just joking she might be the worst <laughs> i knew it i knew it <laughs> i knew it all Legit- right <laughs> <laughs> our three favorite tv dad steve why don't you start us off uh my number three i have down here is uh mike baxter yep amazing just, Tim Allen just the all-american dad owns the <laughs> store i mean just awesome it would be incredible to grow up with your dad owning a giant outdoor store oh my gosh can you imagine the late night games of like hide and seek in the dark you could have okay in a store like that at first definitely not what i was thinking (laughs) at first i was i was like more more like the bows and arrows and knives and guns (laughs) no just let's play some hide and seek at first I wasn't on board at first I was like, it's, it would be awful because my dad would just work with a bunch of stuff. I couldn't possibly care less about, but man, I'm just imagining a giant Cabela's or, or uh, bass pro that I'm yep. playing hide and seek in, and you kind of sold me on it. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Yes. Sir. I'm sorry, audience. I'm not four. That's okay, Steve. <laughs> hey, you had to grow up. We're still resisting. I'll play. I'll play a good game of hide and seek when I'm 60. You name the place. <laughs> That's called Alzheimer's. <laughs> uh, that is when you uh, become the champion for sure. All right, Brad. He kept hiding and seeking himself the whole time. Where are my keys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three, getting us back on topic here. Uh, you might not know the name, but uh, Douglas Fogarty. Uh, I'll give you a little more info here uh, off of the uh, TV dad off the show. Single parents uh, was a show, I think on ABC, it was on for two seasons, no longer on the air. Great, great comedy, hilarious. And the person who played good old Douglas was Brad Garrett. If that sounds familiar, mm. he's been in a ton of things, but uh, probably most well known for his role on everyone loves Raymond. Yep. And on single parents, he's uh, obviously a single parent. He's got two uh, twin daughters, and he's he's uh, he's well well off. He's got a lot of money, and it's just they play it up a lot to where he just can't be bothered to do a lot of kind of normal stuff, um, and they they just do it really really well. And for some reason, that just always the everything he does in that show just makes me laugh. So that is definitely my number three. It was a great call right there. Fantastic show. Check it out. Yep. Single parents. All right. My number three is a man that I can relate to not only because we both raise cattle, but because we both have all American mustaches. Oh boy. It is Mr. Bo Bennett <laughs> from the ranch played by Sam Elliott. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like he would treat Adam the exact same way I do. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. And I'm also <laughs> I'm like apparently this episode is just you pulling every good person down just you know, comparing your mustache to Sam Elliott's like the most handlebar <laughs> mustache that's ever existed on on any sort of television or movies. You're going to compare your mustache to his that's why uh, you're brothers mm. that might have been a stretch i yeah, i'm gonna say yes but his, 
Great connects in the middle. Mine has not yet. <laughs> it's okay. Still you'll trying get... to still trying to hit puberty. I was gonna say you'll get out of middle school sooner or later. I tell you what, this mustache has gotten a lot thicker over the last four or five months, which is making me think Brett's theory about if I would have just stuck with the beard, maybe would have happened. It's Who weird knows? what happens oh, when you don't okay. quit things. Have you seen him during No Shave November? It's awful. It truly is. But he only gives it a month. He's got to give it more time. All right. Steve, what's your number two? Um, my number two is a uh, high school football star scored four touchdowns once in a game. <laughs> I mean, probably the best shoe salesman you're ever going to see. There it is. <laughs> the famous Al Bundy. Yes. Great Albert choice. Bundy. Married with children. What a great choice. Yep. He was also awesome as Danny O'Shea. Yeah. What is except uh, for when he was started stealing players. Different <laughs> move. Are are we referencing little giants right now? Yep. We Deep are, Brett. You probably could have played for them. I definitely could have. The kid with glasses, I could have beat the crap out of him for sure. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that movie actually started NFL free agency. Really? So got the idea. Wow. I don't Talk- know. Oh, oh, you I'm just completely just making things up now. Uh, you, <laughs> you motherfucker. I guess I I guess like you know, it just the uh, man. Well, hey audience, uh Sports ball Brett here. I know not to trust anyone. Man, you just, it was so, you just rolled off so confidently. It's like, oh, well, fun, fun factoid. And like, I just, man, I am not pleased with myself. Congratulations. That was pretty good. <laughs> Got him. Uh, mm. That was good. That's going to hurt. That's embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Sports ball. I love it. Yeah. Go team. Go shoot that hoop. Woo. Oh man. <laughs> Who do you got for number two sports ball? Oh man. <clears throat> number two for me. Uh, I think you just made me as angry as he is on the show. <laughs> Red Foreman from that 70s show. Dumbass. <laughs> I can hear him yelling at me right now. Like, why would you trust something Adam says as fact? Uh, Dumbass. Classic Red Foreman. That's a great, that is a great one. The interactions between Red and Eric Foreman, the way that, uh, <laughs> um, Toe for Grace. There we go. Toe um, for Grace. Yeah, you're welcome. Still the here to help. He, you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. The way Ass. he might not know sports, but the man knows <laughs> his. Uh, TVs and movies. His TVs, his TV hey, shows, Mike, and movies. Mike, did you join us? Situation? <laughs> you hear uh, but... pluraling everything? That's tough to say. By the way, give that a shot. Uh, that uh, the the uh, the interactions between Red Foreman and Eric Foreman, played by Topher Grace, is some of the best TV ever. Gosh, they're funny times. <laughs> All right, my number two TV dad, Q. The sad music, we're about ready to sit down and have a heart-to-heart and grow and learn a life lesson with none other than Wake Up San Francisco's Danny Tanner. <laughs> uh, a full house fame. Full house. That's a choice. Played by, played by the marvelous Bob Saget. <laughs> 
Oh man, that you show! Definitely, you should check his comedy out. It's not so wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. If you're, big, if you're a big Full House Danny Tanner fan, <laughs> think and you think he's amazing, and you have not seen his comedy, do not watch his comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to keep, if you want to keep that idea of him in your head, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Six feet away. I, I'm actually yep. surprised you didn't pick uh, the version of him on America's Funniest Home Videos. He was good there too, boy. <laughs> Danny Tanner was just rocking in the '90s. For AFV sure. was huge. Full House, obviously, legendary show. I love that you're calling him by his show name now. <laughs> Whoops, Bob Saget. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. <laughs> We'll send it over to Homer. What do you got for number one? Uh, my number one, Brett, actually already named. I had yes. Red Foreman down. Yes. Yeah. I feel like me and him have a lot in common, the way we go about life. Yes. <laughs> There's Drinking some truth to that. and angry at every moment. But well, just stupid people. <laughs> but, you know, Red doesn't get enough credit, and maybe you don't too, Steve. I don't know if I'm going to give you this credit, but Red really did love his son. Uh, well, just, I, don't, I don't like either of you. Well, th- that's fair. So. Good, good thing we're not your sons. But, uh, uh, but yeah, he really it, – it came from a place that looked like hate, but it really was. He just – he expected more out of him, and he just wanted him to not – you know, he wanted him to make it through and not make a ton of mistakes. And that's what, you know, growing up's all about making mistakes. Tough love. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who you got, Han? Number one TV dad, Homer Simpson, hands down, of Ooh, the Simpsons. I like it. Just in case you're unfamiliar. Kidding. Love it. Love it. Speaking of dads that are really just, you know, really there for their kids i mean yeah sure choking out bart here and there but eh, bart had it coming let's be honest yep. had it coming he he did a lot for those kids and he worked an awful job not great at it but he went there and did his thing and yeah he needed to go to the bar hang out with his friends here and there but a great dad did a lot of stuff for them great father homer j yep. simpson yes mr burns <laughs> excellent <laughs> all right well my number one is the man who started this whole conversation it is tim taylor himself <laughs> uh home improvement version of tim allen i'm gonna go with tim taylor over mike baxter just absolutely incredible the man uh just was a good dad played with the sons but uh also was pretty good to his wife after he usually screwed up once or twice, <laughs> once which or twice. most men can relate to. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't always the best at his job, but he got it done and made something out of it anyways. And I think we can all relate to that man. Great neighbor for sure. Yeah. Wilson. Yep. Yeah. Right. You're kind of like my Wilson. Oh, really? There to it's cause I'm so dash. Help me, help me spell out these words and figure <laughs> things out from time to time. Uh, like I'm, bowl. <laughs> I'm, I'm your, your ancient sage from across the fence. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to throw in an honorable mention, almost like a one B <laughs> greatest TV dad of all time. Uh, 
Frank Gallagher from <laughs> get, Shameless. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Talk about a role model. Uh, wow. For anyone unfamiliar, Adam is clearly <laughs> joking. One of the world's worst fathers. But man, if he is not funny on that show. Yep. Plays the role well. Yeah. All right, folks. It is time for another segment of Pedersen Luck. <sighs> All right. This week, uh, <laughs> Pedersen Luck story. Uh, quick update, Pedersen Luck. Uh, I have notoriously bad luck. Random, stupid, terrible things happen to me, but they're more little just annoyances that can kind of just ruin your whole day, but won't actually like horribly affect your life too much. Some of them are worse than others, and it all came because of a curse from a college roommate. And Huli, <laughs> I hate you. So, I know this week's <laughs> this week's Pedersen luck story uh, involves the same person I talked about last week, our friend Joel. Um, I was the best man in his wedding, so clearly, after he ratted me out for the truck windshield, we still <laughs> remained friends. Uh, but yes, so circa let's go back to I think it was two thousand nine, two thousand nine or ten when he got married. Uh, I go get my measurements and everything for a tux a few months before the wedding or whatever that timeline is. Uh, we get there the day before the wedding, helping set up for the rehearsal, do the rehearsal, all that stuff. Uh, go to try on tuxedos. And my tuxedo is for someone approximately one third my size. <laughs> Apparently, uh, when I went to button the shirt, the buttons came to about my my sides, like where the hips are, about that far. <laughs> about how close the shirt came um the vest about the same sport or suit coat about the same if i would have put it on and taken a breath we would have had a chris farley situation in tommy boy <laughs> would have likely ripped out the back of it uh the pants i think when i was in third grade i probably could have fit in them so at one point in my life the pants would have fit but the <laughs> socks fit so that was cool so if i had to walk down the aisle and socks and shoes at least those worked so they were definitely batting a thousand yeah and so yeah. we had to uh we had sports to ball. <laughs> sports ball sports ball we had to rush order by the way it was like after five o'clock i think when we tried these on <laughs> so we had to wait till ups was open the next morning put it in a rush order and like tell them they had to make it like their absolute number one priority was that to day get the correct size was that day of day of the wedding <laughs> so we were sweating i was i mean i'm a big guy so i already sweat we were really sweating and i think the tux Literally i want to say it showed up and figuratively <laughs> yeah i want to say that it showed up like an hour before pictures if i remember right and i mean yeah. leading up to it we were not sure that the best man was going to have a tuxedo to wear and it showed up and luckily everything actually fit that time but this is I, it's not the first time that's happened to me in a wedding too and every time i've gone to the wedding everybody's stuff fits great the good old Pedersen Luck Boys stuff half the time is all screwed up. <laughs> is it really every wedding you go to? <laughs> yeah, every other. That's what I thought. I remember at Nick's wedding, I could literally stand my entire body in one leg of the pants. <laughs> so they went the opposite way on you. Yeah, I do remember for... there was another wedding that me and Adam were in where <laughs> John's wedding, where if Adam would have breathed, 
that tux was done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I had to just slowly take very short little breaths. What it uh, would... and when when the photographer would say turn this way, I would just slowly with breathing as little as possible and moving as slowly as possible turn and put on the weirdest smile while my body was contorted in awkward ways. <laughs> Meanwhile, my head had just stopped bleeding like a half hour before that because I sliced my head shaving it and filled like an entire hotel towel full of blood. When you were talking about John's wedding and how tight it was and very small movements, would you describe that uh, as similar to like the original Mission Impossible when he's on the wire in the room where he can't touch the ground? He's just trying to hold completely oh, still. That's very, that's a very good comparison. <laughs> Very I, good I give I give credit to whoever made the tux. I mean. <laughs> built built <Durable>. to last. <laughs> yeah. This tux brought to you by Ford. Built Ford tough. <laughs> built Ford tough. Uh, the best Free part. Advertisement. First of all, tuxedos are stupid and terrible <laughs> and the dumbest invention of all time. If you wear them for your wedding, you're you're literally no. saying I hate my friends. <laughs> they're not. They're not dumb and stupid. They're only dumb and stupid when people get married in the summer and make you wear them. You should only ever have to wear a suit. You shouldn't have to wear a tuxedo. When you wear a tuxedo, though, you do get that like brief like five minutes of just pure joy and adulation when you get to the reception and can finally untuck everything. <laughs> it's hard to beat that joy right there. So Pedersen luck, uh, generally bad things happening to you, but from the sounds of it, everything always ended up okay. Well, I shouldn't say that. The John one sounds like you just had to grin and bear it. But some of these there other was more, ones. There was more things that happened that day that we <laughs> shall not discuss. I'm sure. Yeah, that's, that's probably better off for everybody. <laughs> yeah, usually, you know. More like Pedersen slight inconvenience. I don't know. Are, are we getting back to Pedersen amazing feats here? Or? Temporary Pedersen luck. this podcast is called back growth and bonfires based on us growing up in the midwest and not having a lot to do and a lot of the time for fun we either drove around on these back roads or sat around a fire and just talked about random things like we are now and we We also had to do (laughs) yeah we also had to do certain stupid dumb things for fun and we thought we would bring you uh, a midwest story involving the three of us We'll probably have more as the as the episodes go on, but we're going to bring you a fun one to give you a little glimpse behind the curtain of uh, what we like to do for fun in good old Elta, Iowa. <laughs> so this uh, story uh, involves an apple fight, oh no, a Dairy Queen blizzard, <laughs> and a nice hot summer day. <laughs> so it was the summer of two thousand and five, I believe, four or five, one of them doesn't matter four uh, four. i was still in high school all right irrelevant to the audience yep completely (laughs) so we had won a baseball game in a baseball tournament and had like six hours until our next game so we decided that we would go to dairy queen first get a little food and some ice cream and uh tyler van houten was with us and i'll never forget this till the day i die (laughs) he was riding in the back of my truck my 91 dodge dakota absolute beast old blue and old blue (laughs) two-tone blue and 
Derek was driving the giant white Leeds van that they still have <laughs> that somehow miraculously still works. Are you serious? I didn't know that thing was still running. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dean still drives it to Chiefs games to tailgate. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That thing makes the trek to Kansas City every year. Mm, crazy. So Derek's behind us, <laughs> no. pulls out. Tyler Van Houten in the back of my truck has a full blizzard and <laughs> just launches it at the white van and it hits the van windshield smack dab center and just just careen just splatters the entire windshield turns white with ice cream ice cream everywhere <laughs> i was laughing so hard i remember i was laughing part of the reason i was laughing so hard is was that tyler's reaction of how he was laughing <laughs> at what had happened and then derek goes to use the windshield wipers and just, and just smears it even worse <laughs> and can't see anything mm. which made us all die laughing again and so Derek had to drive from Dairy Queen roughly 10 miles out to the Pedersen farm with his head out the window uh drive driving like Ace Ventura <laughs> <laughs> had to is an interesting choice of words I mean Derek I, uh, I think Derek should have been smart enough to figure something else out I mean the man went to Harvard <laughs> But yeah, he yep. chose to put his head out the window. It's Derek, yes. <laughs> That's all oh you have gosh. to say. It's Derek. <laughs> yep. So we uh, we get back to the Pedersen farm, and what do we do? Uh, well, there's a couple apple trees on the farm. So it's nothing else to do. Like we might as well throw them at each other. Mm. So we decided to split up into some teams and have a good old apple fight. Great idea. Uh, Steve and Brett were opposite teams. I believe Brett was on my side. Mm, it was, yeah, he was. I don't remember the, I don't remember the exact teams, but uh, <laughs> you guys can take some details from here if you want. Well, it basically comes down to Adam used Brett as Operation Human Shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. From what I remember, that seems accurate. Yeah. Good yeah. lord. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> my team was. We were running out of ammunition, so someone had to go be the calorie guy and hop up in that tree and get more apples for us. And I, I know I've touched base on this earlier in the episode, being Mr. Sportsball and all, uh, T-shirts coming next week. Um, but, you know, Adam's – everybody's throwing these apples, and, and they're a little more athletic than me. Shocker, I know. They've got better aim. They They can throw a little bit further, a little bit harder. And, you know, I, I'm just sailing these things to space. Just makes no sense where they're going. So Adam's like, yeah, we're running out of ammo. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I should probably stop throwing. And then Adam's like, can you climb that tree, get us more ammo? I was like, yeah, sure. Didn't even think twice. I was just like, this makes sense. I'm not useful as an attacker or a thrower or anything like that. I could, at the, the least I could do is get my team the ammo they need to succeed. <laughs> What my brain didn't quite think far enough in advance was, was that uh, just because our team was out of ammo did not mean the other team was. Uh, and when you climb a tree, shocker, you're kind of a sitting duck. Uh, so, you know, I, uh, uh, you know, I start, you know, crawling up this stupid tree and I'm trying to shake out and pull down some apples and stuff. Meanwhile, Steve just been rubbing his hands together like Mr. Burns the entire time, just waiting. <laughs> Excellent. And then just starts sniping me with apples at, uh, with a force and a speed with which I, uh, an I absolute, 
an absolute hellfire granny smith's oh, absolutely <laughs> uh to this day still don't like apples not sure if it's related but i gotta imagine there's something going on in the subconscious there but uh but yeah just getting pelted and i mean these aren't these aren't just like haha like isn't it funny that uh, he, he's kind of stuck there <laughs> Uh, these are like, <laughs> you fucked up and I'm, I'm going to try to make you fall from this tree. And, and f- which you might be thinking to yourselves, Brett, why didn't you just get out of the tree? I was up there. I was up there and crawling down was going to take as much time as anything else. So the, I, you know, the options were to just stay in one spot and hope they missed or fall to my <laughs> death. I was pretty much out of well, options. If you start crawling down, then you don't have your hands free to block your head from incoming apples yeah yeah uh, let him up i think i definitely had at least three concussions by the end of that hard to say a little spotty in the memory on that one but, i'm pretty uh, sure you caught one in the groin it certainly seems possible i mean the only other time i had felt uh, at least to that point in my life uh that level of pain was when when I used to play baseball at a younger age, there was a pitch coming down. And for some reason I decided my back would be a good way to hit it. And uh, that thing hit me so hard. The stitches of the ball, you could see them in my, uh, in my spine and on my <laughs> back and a very similar feeling. If any of those apples would have had stitching on them, Steve probably could have spelled his name on my, uh, you know, head back entire body, really, honestly. <laughs> But yeah, great, uh, great time. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I got a good laugh out of it. I mean, clearly, you got really good practice that day. I hope, uh, hope you guys were just having a hell of a game after that. <laughs> Imagine when Fredo gets killed in Godfather, <laughs> and just all the bullets. I thought you were going to say Frodo. Yeah, his body's just I, sitting I there, like it. taking, eating bullets left and right. As soon as I heard, vibrating it. all over the place. That's kind of like what it looked like when. Fresh body was absorbing apples. Way too close to Frodo. I was like, here it comes. Three, <laughs> two, one. I like uh, to imagine uh when Ro- the when Robocop, when the guy that turns into Robocop's just getting lit up. Very similar. Very similar. <sighs> it was it was a little it was a little excessive, but it was still funny. Uh, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. It was one of those had to be there to get it but it was we hope we did we hope we did you justice because it was awesome well the, there was one as as dumb as i was that day i am gonna drag somebody else down with me derek went inside at one point probably uh when i was just getting pelted uh <laughs> and he comes back out holding like a cookie sheet or a, or a baking sheet whatever a tray and my brain at first was thinking, okay, Captain America, you know, he's coming out with a shield. Cool. But he had something on it. And of course, you know, Derek just shaking all around uh, like he hadn't had his fix for the day. And uh, he has something on it. Can't really tell. <laughs> Whoever it was sends one apple in his general direction. I don't even think it would have hit him. And it spooked him so bad. He just, ah! the entire sheet goes in the air. And he had it filled with ice cubes of all things. Not really sure what the plan was there, but I really highly doubt the plan was to just throw ice into the air all over himself. 
but yeah. Yeah. So, so I never of, thought of this. Up. This was before I think Adam's parents had an automatic ice maker. <laughs> yeah, we did. Derek so just like that... empty, did Derek empty all the ice trays? Yeah, all that, all that freaking. He's inside cracking them all. <laughs> yeah, all that hard work my mom did filling those trays, freezing them, dumping them into the ice tray, refilling the trays with water from the tap, and refreezing them. And Derek just takes them all and throws them out there like he doesn't give a crap about her. The whole time he's so proud of himself. They have no idea and also, what I'm about to what, do. He <laughs> also crack. used that he also used that pan as a shield and it, it took an apple dead center in the pan and put a giant <laughs> dent in it. <laughs> this is what uh, happens when you're born in a barn and you don't care about other people's things. <laughs> we went to Harvard though. Yeah. So he your, got the last laugh there. Yeah. Your baseball story reminded me of something. I was pitching in a spring league. I think it was baseball game. No, it was a weekend tournament. <laughs> All right. So it was a weekend tournament. I was pitching and a kid hits a line drive back at me and I take it square off the right elbow <laughs> and the adrenaline's pumping. My body stopped the ball. It's the ball's trickling away from me kind of towards first base. So my thought is, well, I'm going to go pick it up, throw the runner out at first, make a great play. I got hit. No big deal. <laughs> I pick up the ball. I go to throw it to first base, straight Gumby arm. <laughs> My I throw that ball straight sideways in the opposing team's dugout. <laughs> like first base is 15 feet away from me, right in front of me. I throw it straight sideways like 60 feet <laughs> into the other team's dugout. And I'm like, uh, coach, I don't think I can throw anymore today. I'm gonna have to go sit out here. You don't I just say. went straight rubber arm. <laughs> Probably can't pitch anymore. I'm a little it- in person it was it was magical (laughs) Uh, i mean even i had to laugh at myself i mean i didn't think i had something like that in me apparently i'm I'm a little confused though Uh, sorry i I hate to quit breaking down sports ball but you guys gotta help me out here you got hit by the ball so shouldn't you just take the base isn't that how no he was pitching (laughs) i know Brett's making a joke. I was. It's okay. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Adam, whoa. Oh. Hmm. Well, there you have our first ever Midwest story. Uh, let us the, give us some with feedback. a bonus let, story. With a Ooh. bonus story. Let us know if you enjoyed it or if you just want us to shut up and do other stuff. Wow. Or you I mean... can just say, "What the hell is wrong with Derek?" <laughs> that, yeah. that'll be enough. Yeah. How much actually? Time do you have? Let's focus on that. What What's wrong with Derek? I can't wait for Derek to listen to this episode and get all, <laughs> get all offended and defensive out in Boston and mm-hmm. text us. Oh, he wasn't going to get defensive until you said he's going to get defensive. Now he's defensive. Uh-huh. He's going to put on his, he's going to put on his sweet tank top and you guys are probably going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you feed him tacos and call him call beautiful. Him <laughs> <laughs> it uh, is bro tank season. Our closing segment, uh, it was just strictly overrated for the first few episodes. We're going to do overrated slash what grinds my gears. Uh, gives us a little broader platform. Plus, we can bring some more things to you that annoy us that we think you might agree with us on. So uh, this weekend, what's overrated or grinds my gears? Start us off, Han. Or do you want me to go or Steve to go? I think Steve should go first. Well, I had a different one before, but I got a new one that that pisses me off. Okay. I go to work, 6.30 in the morning, turn the heat on, a little chilly, 
go to leave work and it's 97 <laughs> get in the truck the heat's still on are you fucking kidding me <laughs> hate it hate it the classic really hot grinds car. Re- really grinds my gears yeah. <laughs> the classic hot car in the sun syndrome uh brutal yeah you my know, truck uh today, welcome to actually, iowa <laughs> yep if you my don't truck, like the weather uh, just give it 15 minutes yep 35 35 degree swings on the daily <laughs> all right i'll uh i'm gonna take the next one here okay you want to know what grinds my gears sure i guess when guys tuck in their shirts oh god and don't wear a belt oh, here we go oh, you boy. know how terrible that looks the belt loops are there for a reason belts obviously yes are made to help hold your pants up but it's also a fashion thing too that looks nicer when you have a shirt tucked in wow when you have a shirt tucked in and no belt on to me you look like someone who's not employable <laughs> someone i can't wow. trust on your opinion period oh boy and someone who really needs to go home and rethink some of their life decisions yeah I'm sure wear a belt i'm sure when you touch there's a lot of people in. in this town of 2000 that are really concerned with your opinion on their belts i'm just confused i'm pretty sure this town's got a lot of tuckers no belt wearers how many men are you looking at and constantly critiquing their their look? I am a man <laughs> of uh, great fashion, great taste. <laughs> if only the so when these see. things happen, they just stand <laughs> yeah. out. They just like stand out and like are like bright flashing lights. I can notice it right away. I it's just... terrible. It's such a horrible look. Wear a belt, please. Wear a belt, man. I can't wait till we're a video pod and they look at you and be like, "This guy was critiquing my clothes." I'm gonna start handing out red cards if I see it happen in public. <laughs> oh, uh, the old that's what grinds my gears. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stay far away from Adams because. Uh, oh, also, uh, just a quick note: if you care to call adam out on anything at all it maybe maybe you heard him say something mean to you just now about how you choose to just wear your clothes in a fashion that shouldn't offend anybody but if you maybe want to call adam back out please uh, don't use (laughs) don't use the podcast twitter go ahead and find him at at the real p unit and let him know all of the failures he has done yeah uh, he also has facebook (laughs) both get them get them both in the fashion look forward to having a good conversation (laughs) and anywhere else but yeah go ahead and get your feedback there uh it is adam (laughs) p-e-t-e-r-s-e-n if you want to take it a step further come to my house and i'll teach you how to not dress like a four-year-old oh boy all right so I'm going to piggyback off of Steve's <laughs> a little bit here. And other than Adam critiquing men's clothing and, and such, I'm going to go. Grinds his gears, Brad. Grinds his gear, and that, you know what? I shouldn't, I shouldn't be so critical. That's, that's up to him. Cookies and brownies. Uh, what really grinds my gears recently, especially with the, the long trip I made, People that don't quite understand how cruise control works. Uh, mm. Infuriating. It really shorts my brain out. I, I, I'm a pretty calm guy. Uh, I hear everyone laughing currently. Um, but when I'm driving, I, I, I'm usually pretty call cool and collected. But uh, man, somebody who doesn't understand the concept of cruise control or just refuses to use it 
is just the most uh, just baffling thing to me. So I'll be driving. I might pass somebody. Great. Whatever, you know, get ahead of them, get into the lane. And then, you know, some time passes and all of a sudden cars passing me. Okay, cool. And then I look and car kind of looks familiar. Could it possibly be? Is that the car I passed maybe like 15 minutes ago? Yeah. Well, I guess they're driving faster now. So whatever. No, no alarm bells yet. Just a little like, oh, that's interesting. But the, they must have realized how slow they were driving. Well, then they get ahead of you and uh, it's like clockwork. You just, you just see them just getting closer and closer to you, just slowing down, slowing down. And you'll definitely almost always see them with their phone up right next to the rear view mirror. Just, Oh, <laughs> let me get a text. And, uh, you know, and then they're getting so close to you. Meanwhile, I'm on cruise control. Nothing's changing for this guy, but now I'm about to crash into them. And of course I don't want to do that. So swap lanes, start passing them. And, you know, you might give them a little like, what the fuck's going on stairs you go by like i don't i'm very confused just set that cruise control and then sure enough sooner or later whether they are too proud or just a dick or uh just really down a rabbit hole of not looking at their speed till they're off their phone they speed up out of nowhere pass you again and i swear it, it it just when it happens it happens like six or seven passes to me and it, it just gets so infuriating because i already drive faster than the speed limit so if i wanted to get further away from it now i have to risk getting pulled over i could slow down but i'm still gonna run into it i feel so you're just kind of stuck in this hell of idiots who just need to set the cruise control and drive it makes being on your phone easier people i hate to break it to you you know don't do it but just stay out of my way just set your cruise control and quit being idiots. Period. And that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> and that's oh, the my. bottom line. Good day. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, folks. I'm sure many of you out there agree with us and uh, have two of us similar opinions. Two of us. Uh, we want to hear from you, though. Let us know your feedback. We appreciate the fan interaction. The fan interaction. It's just our friends and family. I call them fans. Silly me. We appreciate the interaction from everyone I mean, and the feedback and letting us know what you think. I mean, I don't We know. did have a listener in Germany, so. Yeah. We love you, whoever you are. Thanks for listening. A listener in Germany. What, what even? That's not. Uh, I lost. I lost my Morgan Freeman. Wait, that what? That was supposed to be more. Uh, we apologize to Germany. We apologize to Morgan Freeman. We apologize to Christopher Walken. Sounded like it sounded like a German Morgan Freeman. I'm not sure what you were trying to go with there. All right. Well, Brett, hit them up with the socials. Tell them where they can find us. Okay. Well, folks, uh, if you're looking for a place to find us, which I'm not sure after those amazing, uh, you know, voices that Adam's been doing all show, <laughs> why you would bother. But if you are uh, pretty much anywhere you're going to look for us, you're going to be looking for BK Roads Bonfires, all one word. Uh, and the, uh, currently the easiest places to find us would be on Twitter at BK Roads Bonfires, Instagram.com forward slash BK Roads Bonfires. And of course, our one stop shop uh, for everything podcast related, anchor.fm forward slash BK Roads Bonfires. 
you can download the episodes there. It has links to the Twitter and Instagram and to pretty much anywhere, uh, any of the places to listen to us as well. You betcha. Yeah. And you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, it will say subscribe. Don't be afraid of that. It is free. They are changing that to follow to be able to get all these pod, uh, new episodes downloaded straight to your phone because people are confused apparently and think that means that it costs money. So hit that subscribe button. Um, hit the follow button on Spotify and whatever it says on your other ones. Uh, we'd love a five-star review. We're maybe not five-star quality yet, but we're going to get there. We're but we'll be still five ask stars. for it. Just go ahead we'll and give it to for us. It. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, we'll earn it sooner or later. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Like I said, we appreciate your feedback. We appreciate you listening. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I put this on social media the other day, and I'm a man of my words. If you oh can prove to me that you can get 25 people to listen, whether that's friends, family, or any other people, I will give you a free package of Pedersen steaks. Oh, it might boy. be the best meal you've ever had in your life. So take this seriously because I am a man of my words. And I decided a little of his words. In case you case you missed it man, man of my <laughs> darn it man. uh he's got the situation that S. situation <laughs> and i decided to give a little consolation prize because sometimes you know might, might not be able to get 25 you can get 10 you get a free hug from me wow my hugs cure what ails you <laughs> oh boy <laughs> all right well we'll hopefully uh see you down the back road next time uh for Steve, for Brett, I'm Adam. This is Backroads and Bonfires. Hut, hut! <laughs>